Hey, business building warrior. Welcome to Silent Sales Machine Radio. Thanks for joining me today. I have a guest today that I'll be introducing to you here in just a couple of moments, be bringing her on the screen if you want to watch on YouTube. But if you're listening, like the vast majority of our audience just listens in, there's really no visuals today. We kind of talk you through one book that we show off a little bit. But other than that, just sit back and listen. It's a good episode for that. The guest today is a mom of six. She happens to be a single mom. Dad's been out of the picture for quite some time now, unfortunately. But a good part of the story is, wow, is she thriving using the creative e-commerce strategies that we teach around here. Specifically, replens. That's the model where I would say 95% of the success stories we're seeing right now. We've had 1,300 success story posts in our Facebook group. You've heard dozens of those interviews on this podcast. And I would say 95 plus percent of them are from the replens Amazon model, people building incredible businesses. That's what Honey does as well. But what I love about her story is she's one of the original replens students that learned this several years ago. And she's been able to maintain a very stable family budget so she can be home, be with her kids, very flexible lifestyle, homeschools the six kids, doesn't have to get up super early or stay up super late. It's a very easily integrated lifestyle business that fits into where she's at in life, the season that she's at right now. She's also written a book. She's one of the great leaders in our community who contributes a lot of the creative content in the Proven Amazon course. She's done a lot of that content as well. And she's a leader in our Legends community, which we'll talk a little bit more about during the episode today as well. So be sure to remember that in the show notes at silentgym.com, associated with this episode, you'll see links to anything that we talk about today. So you don't have to scramble and write things down. Just go to the show notes. And I'll give you one other little update before I bring Honey Woods on the line here. If you aren't aware, you can go to silentgym.com slash updates, silentgym.com slash updates, and get an alert each time we have a new podcast episode and each time we have a new free training event online. We love to train, love to do free trainings. If you're new around here, you'll especially love and appreciate these trainings because we really get you up to speed. We give so much free content away. I think we give away more free content than just about anyone else out there charges for. We create so much useful, specific step-by-step video training that doesn't cost anything. We're so proud of the systems that we've built here, the number of people we've been able to help. We just feel blessed and we want to bless others. That's what it comes down to because we've been able to build incredible businesses, be home with our families, live flexible lifestyles with financial independence. And we love sharing that with other people. Honey Woods, just another example of a great leader in our community that I can't wait to introduce you to. You're going to enjoy hanging out with her. Oh, one last thing too. There's a couple older episodes where we interviewed Honey. So you can kind of see the timeline of her progression. So I'll stick those in the show notes as well. All right, let's get her on the line right now. So Honey Woods, welcome back to the show. Thank you. Good Great to, be to here. have you here. <laughs> Good to see you again. So fill us in on what's happened since last we connected. Well, it's been a little while. Business is going good. We're not at a season right now that we are growing, but our business is stable and um, doing the replen thing. <laughs> Just sending the products, the same products over and over, sending them to a prep center and keeping the business going. 
And I love the long-term stability of this. You know, you and I were just talking before we hit the record button. And you know, you've been on the show a couple times now. I believe I think, so, yes. memory serves. Yeah. And yeah. we'll link to those in the show notes. But you've been doing this replay model kind of to the point of where it's like this boring routine side thing that you kind of tend to. Yeah. And it's the bulk majority, is it not? Of it is. It's my that's my e-commerce business. Is I mean, I know it's fun to find those clearance things, but I don't even look for them anymore because it's simpler for me to send in the replants to go, you know, like it's like a shopping list. Like you're going grocery shopping. Here's my things I need to get. I need to reorder some more of these, send them in. I have actually a local prep. It's a really small little tiny place um, locally that does my prep for me. So um, in this season, I'm doing mostly online arbitrage. So just buying stuff online, having it sent to my prep center, hands off. You know, I know what I need. I send it to them and they take care of it and ship it to Amazon, which is wonderful. And for those times where I just feel like going in and doing some retail arbitrage, because we do like that for fun sometimes, I actually am able to give it to them. And I do have a place that takes retail arbitrage drop-offs as well. So it's other than if we just want to do the shopping though, it's really hands-off. It's shopping from a list, sending it in. You know, sometimes you have things that aren't replens. Replens aren't necessarily replens forever, but it's nice that, you know, I, I know how to find more of them. I've learned through that process of how to find more, add a few more to a shipment. Some might not be sent in every time, but then I'm just continue to add in new ones. And it's really minimal work. I mean, there is work and there is effort, but it's minimal work just to be able to have that stability of stuff is getting sent in, stuff is selling. And I have very little, if not really almost no hands-on. So that's a dream for a mom. Yeah, that's so great. <laughs> yeah. I think when we talked, it wasn't, you know, it, it's been a while now, you know, we don't connect that all that often. So whatever point that episode was, I seem to remember you saying that you'd take the kids with you and go to the store and go aisle to aisle. And the kids yep. recognized the replans. Yes, like, yes. Hey, we buy that one and we buy that one, right? <laughs> they know. So, yeah. Do you still do some of that? Or, or you we do that on occasion. Online? I think, you know, over the last couple of years, everything has just changed, I think, for a lot of us. And it's mm-hmm. a lot simpler for me to just do a lot of the online stuff. So they probably wouldn't know what most of my replans are at this point. But yeah, there are occasions where we're out in the store and I just see some stuff and think, oh, that sells really well. And I haven't seen that for a while. (laughs) And I send some of those in too. But for the most part, it's just that online arbitrage because I can I can do that when my kids are busy playing. You know, in the summer, they can be out playing in the yard and I can take a few minutes and place some orders if I need to. I can wait till they go to bed, if they're watching a movie, whatever. So it doesn't take a lot of time away from me being able to be home with my kids and be a mom. So yeah. which is really important to me. Absolutely. And as evidenced by, you know, I've, I've met your kids. We live in the same state. You've been to my house and, you know, yeah. we've done Bible studies and, yeah. and uh, with, you know, small group studies and things. So I, I know your family fairly well and your beautiful kids. Yeah. So how do you balance, you, you know, and balance is probably, isn't probably the best word. I know you're not a huge fan of it. And I'm not either, but how do you blend it all together? I guess, like what's a normal day look like around that? You kind of hit on it a little bit, but it, and I'm going from this context. I want to help those who are thinking, man, does this business fit into my life? How much time commitment are we talking about here? Do I have to get up early every day to make this thing work? Or, you know, how do you squeeze it into the cracks of your life? I guess this would be a good way to ask. I think that probably anyone you answer, you're going to get a different response. And so, good start. um, (laughs) You know, we have, I homeschool my kids. And so we have, I don't call it a schedule, I call it a routine because I have a house full of six kids and we homeschool and I work from home. And so, 
as much as I like to be organized, I'm a very organized, detail oriented person, but I've learned with six kids and, you know, homeschooling and all of that, everything is not going to be exact. And so there are times when somebody needs a little extra help with something. There are times that somebody has a rough day or isn't feeling well, or, you know, whatever it may look like. And so we have our kind of chunks of time, but it's not like, you know, 901, we're doing this and 915, we're doing this because you have to basically kind of, some of it is filling in the gaps. So if I know this is what I need to get done this day, and so I'm going to do this first and then this, and we have general times, but it's, it's not so rigid that I can't squeeze things in. I think that's, I know that's important for our family. That's how we make things work. So in the mornings, you know, we get up and make breakfast, eat breakfast. It's not a big stressful thing. I mean, my kids make, you know, bacon and eggs and the whole deal. We have a nice relaxing breakfast as a family. And um, we do school for a few hours in the morning. And most of that time I'm kind of checked out. Don't even think about business stuff. You know, I mean, if, if something happens and I need to respond to something, that's fine. But that is like mom helping with all the kids and all their schoolwork time for that few hours. You know, we have a lunch break and then in the afternoon used to be kids nap time. No one takes naps anymore, but it's They're all like, too our, old. what are I the know. ages now? Remind me 12, um, uh, 13. My oldest 13. is 13 That's right. You and then me. 12, 10, eight. And then I have twins that twins. are six. Okay. So yeah, yeah. Out of the nap stage. Yes. So yes. It's all day, every day. <laughs> yes. But we do just for mom's sanity. We do have, um, we call it quiet time. It's not always very quiet, you know, but it's a chunk of time where basically if I need to work, then I can, or they will, you know, read books, watch a movie, play some quiet games, whatever that looks like for about an hour, hour and a half in the afternoon. That's what works best for us. Sometimes it's just a sanity saver for mom, but that is a time that I can squeeze in if I need to, you know, check messages online, check business stuff, you know, whatever emails I need to deal with, any of that stuff. So there's times in there that I'll squeeze in different things that I'm doing. A lot of that would be business related during that time. And then after that, you know, it's the kids are playing and hanging out and it's pretty much a relaxing evening for them. I don't really do a lot. Mostly most of the stuff that I do would be during that quiet time or after my kids go to bed, they mostly go, most of them go to bed fairly early. So I am a person that stays up late and I have not had my kids stay up late. So it's a good fit for me. I don't do well, super early in the morning. I know a lot of people that get up like, you know, hours before their kids and that's a better fit for them. And that's awesome. I don't do well in the morning, (laughs) so um, I do better with the leisurely, you know, we get up and have breakfast and then mom's awake enough to do other things. So, well, we, we homeschooled around here for, well, our oldest is 24 now. So since he was a little guy, Mm -hmm. he's out of the house. He's moved on now. He's moved out, got married, but we've been homeschooling. We're still homeschooling our youngest. So I'm very familiar with that benefit of the day kind of starts when it starts. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. not like we're up at 4 a.m. doing calisthenics in the backyard. No. You know, I mean, <laughs> we I think we have a pretty healthy lifestyle, but it yeah. kind of starts with its own. Like you get as much sleep as you need based on all the stuff you did the day before. And then, yes. and then you get going. That's kind of yes. how we roll too. But then yeah. I look at guys like, you know, Oscar Matumbo. He's like, yes, I'm up yeah. every day at four by four fifteen. I'm reading my Bible by four thirty. I'm working out by five. I love it. Like, I wouldn't I'm do amazed well like by that. it. I just wouldn't. <laughs> but I'm like maybe someday. Yes, yes. Right. Life but that's goals. not the season. You know, I love talking about yeah. the seasons of life. You're not in yeah. that season right now. And, yeah. yeah. And that's okay. So this business squeezes into the cracks of an hour or two it in really the afternoon, does. an hour mm-hmm. or two in the evening. Yep. And and you pay your bills. 
Yes, yes, yes. It's not, you know, you absolutely, the potential is unlimited to grow and grow and grow. But right now in this season that we're in, the best fit for us is just to do that. The fact that I cannot work, you know, 30, 40, 50 hours a week and still be able to take care of bills and be a stay at home homeschool mom is to me, that's impressive. It's a huge relief that I am not I don't have to go out and get a job. We're in a season now where I am doing this solo. Um, My husband is not living with us currently. And so I've been doing this for a while solo. That's the season that we're in. And so with that, the fact that I can still stay home with my kids being a, in a, you know, a home that is only, there's only one parent here. So that's a lot for most people would say that's that's overwhelming. It's a lot. And I'm not going to lie. It is sometimes. But the yeah. fact that I don't have to leave, you know, my kids have been homeschooled since they were, you know, preschool. So we didn't have to change our routines when life hit and things changed. We didn't have to change our routines. I was blessed with the ability to still be home with my kids, to still homeschool, to still do the things that that is a huge priority for me. And so while my business may not be, you know, some, you know, it's not selling millions and millions of dollars just that's okay for this season. That's a good fit for me. You know what I'm able to do in this season, the fact that I can bring in income from that job that doesn't take a lot of my time. It's Um, it's providing stability and flexibility during the season that's a little chaotic, right? Yeah, exactly. That's what I would, I've never been a single mom of six before, but I got to imagine if I was, those would be two (laughs) things I'd value very highly. Stability. (laughs) Stability and flexibility of schedule. while still maintaining a great income and being able to do it from home and knowing that once this season starts to change and turn a little, that the sky's the limit. You've been doing it for years now. That's what I love about your story. And and just for the listener's sake, just so people know for some context, this may be one of the first episodes you've heard of this podcast. We've got dozens of great interviews with people from our community, but a few of them kind of emerge as like community heroes. Like if people listed out like, oh, my favorite five people in the community are you know, you'd show up on a lot of those lists yeah. simply because you've been through a lot and we don't need to, you know, we can all use our imaginations and fill in the gap. It's not an ideal situation when a mom's by herself with her kids, you know, and the dad's not in the picture. We don't need the details. Yeah. That's not ideal, obviously, yeah. but you've yeah. been thriving, stable, a beautiful business, helping others with their businesses and maybe a good place to transition. If you got a copy of your new book on hand, yeah. you even wrote a book. Yes. which I think is super cool. And yes. I, I'm going to put a link. It's not an affiliate link, but I want people to go buy this, leave a great review, pass it around. Tell us yes. about the book and, and why you wrote it. Yes. So you can see this. It says, over, Girl, Read Your Bible. If you're listening, Girl, the title is Girl, Bible. Read Your Bible by Honey Woods. Yes. Girl, Read Your Bible, Encouraging the Search for a Biblical Truth. This, this was also one of the blessings of having a business that doesn't take, you know, every moment of your day that you can focus on things, other things that you're passionate about, like homeschooling my kids, like being able to stay home and, you know, cook meals at home and all those things that I want to do. I have loved writing for as long as I can remember. It just seemed like one of those, you know, way out here. I'm not really like a real author kind of a thing. I think a lot of people see that as just some unattainable thing. We do live in a time where it is easier to do that than it probably has been in the past, but I had time over the summer. We weren't homeschooling and I just felt like I really had a message that I believed I needed to get it to get out. And I didn't know what that looked like. You know, 
for just the whole world is kind of crazy right now. And so how do you get a message out to people? How do you communicate things? And so a book just seemed, it just seemed like the right time and the right avenue to get that out. And so, you know, these are things I've had conversations with friends for years on these same kind of topics. And I just felt like there needed to be an avenue of me getting biblical truth out. And so I wrote the book and it was able to get it out during this season of crazy and whatever, you know, took my time. You know, I think it's one of those things you feel like, oh, I have to do it really fast and I've got to get it out. And I took my time. I wanted to make sure because it is such a weighty topic. I wanted to make sure that I took my time. I didn't just rush and get it out there. But this is something that is like a personal passion of mine. And so the ability for me to do this as a mom that stays home with all six for kids and homeschools and runs a business for me to be able to have the time to do this is looking back. I'm like, how in the world did I do that? (laughs) You know, it's one of those things that (laughs) doesn't seem like how is so relieved that it's done too. I imagine from writing books, that's always, (laughs) yes, yes. Took so much longer than I thought it would. Yeah. If you had, if we were in an elevator and I'm going to say, Oh, you're an author, you wrote a book, girl, read your Bible. What's that about? You know, fill me in. What's the, what's the premise? Who's it for? Who should get a copy of this thing? Well, it's geared for women. (laughs) I picked up Um, on that from the title. (laughs) Yeah, that's the easy one there. Um, And it's pink, so that helps, you know. For women that are uh, followers of Jesus, women that would call themselves Christians and believers, for me, I think our culture tells us all of these things that are true. And I, I think we've grown up in a culture that is, said all of these things and maybe, you know, you've gone to church for your whole life, or maybe you're just new in church and you're figuring this whole thing out, but you're hearing things and you want to know if it's true or it's real. And the point of this, I mean, it's kind of a small book. It's not even a hundred pages of reading, but a lot of it is just little things. And it's pointing back. There's a ton of scripture references in it. It's pointing back to what does God's word say about these topics? It brings up a lot of topics, you know, about God wants me to be happy or just follow your follow your heart. Those kind of things that you hear that are common, that are normal. And it it doesn't even say all of it is, this is horrible. This is bad. That's not the intent of it at all. The intent is pull out your Bible and see what God says about these topics. I mean, it's even oh, got stuff so in there about, you know, money and finances about mm-hmm. the root of all evil is what that chapter is called, you know, because we're, cons- we've heard for so long, you know, money's bad, money's bad. And so there's, there's a chapter on that. And each chapter takes one of those things that we've probably heard in society and it pulls it apart in light of scripture. Is this what God's word says? And really part of why I didn't make it huge. I mean, it would have taken me longer. Part of why I didn't make it huge was intentional to point you to get your Bible out as a woman that follows Christ and says, what God, what do you have to say? Not what another author says. I don't want this to be, you know, your something you follow your life after. I, mm-hmm. I want you to pull out your pull out scripture, pull out the word of God and see what God has to say about these things and not just go by things because you've heard them from, you know, even good, reliable sources. I think just getting back to that foundation of absolute truth, we live in a world where everything just kind of seems everything's right and wrong and, you know, up is down and down is up and it's hard to tell anymore. And so I believe that the word of God is the foundation of truth. It's absolute truth. And so if that is true, I'm a follower of Christ and I see the Bible as truth, then that's what I should be studying more. And so it just encourages people to get into scripture and see what God says about things. So fantastic. That was a really long elevator ride. No. Yeah. Well, we were on the 94th floor. So it was our (laughs) slow elevator. Opened like eight times on the way down. (laughs) 
understand that. No, that was great. I love it, honey. That's that is a good summation of who you wrote it for, what it's about, and it's a topic of great passion for, of mine. If I had two podcasts, you know, this one, which is aimed mm-hmm. at people building businesses using the internet creatively, e-commerce, yeah. and we we stay ninety six percent focused on that, and yeah. we get to know the people on the show, obviously. But if I had a second one, it would be a lot of the topics that you just introduced. So it's very tempting for me to jump and pounce and go down some of those paths. <laughs> yeah. But I think we've said enough to yeah. let people to kind of decide, hey, this maybe is something I might check out. The one thing I yeah. will say though is, and I do a lot of business presentations in front of very mixed audiences, meaning you know all worldviews there. Yeah. And I'd like to think that what I provide and the feedback I get confirms that the, the content I provide is very relevant and valuable mm-hmm. to all worldviews. Even the people who would think that the Bible is an ancient book full of old men that wrote stories a long time ago and it has nothing to do with me. Yeah. I'd like to think that I can get up on stage and present some stuff that I've learned from that book. Yeah. Uh, you and I even went through a study together based on this kind of idea yeah. that it's relevant no matter what your worldview is. Your worldview doesn't really matter because it's a longitudinal study of human nature. Yeah. It's from a purely academic vantage point. If you study certain concepts over thousands of years, what works and what doesn't, there's some stability yeah. in there Absolutely. for anyone. Yeah. So I'd like to encourage, even if you're, and you know, you kind of said it's for believers and they're the ones who are going to get the most out of it. But even those you're like, ah, you know, what's up with this community? We talk about the Bible a lot around here. Why is that? <laughs> Pick up a copy. If nothing else, just to support honey <laughs> and, and come to one of our events and have her sign it, you know? Yeah. yeah. Um, so we'd, we'd sure appreciate that. Well, well done. That's that's pretty cool. Well, I, I want to swing the conversation back to Amazon a little bit yeah, because yeah. I'm curious, and I just know as a rule of thumb that business, there's no such thing, you know, in in health and relationships, in spirituality, in physical, you know, in monetarily in business as well. There's no such thing as a steady state yeah. where you just I'm maintaining. I want to be exactly where I was today, tomorrow, and a month from now, I want to stay there too. And I just mm-hmm. want to stay steady. There's no such thing. It's hard to do. So you're doing some work to keep your business what you called stable. What is that routine? I'm assuming you're finding some new replans on a regular basis. Some of those drop off. How do you find them? How many replans do you have and how many new ones do you have to find to kind of hold that stable Um, level that you've been enjoying? Well, I mean, I'm not, you know, I'd be the first to admit, I'm not a huge seller. That's intentional. And that's, that's a good fit for us right now. I try to keep right now. It's probably around a hundred replans, which doesn't sound huge, but I've had more and I've had less. And I think some of that, it's going to depend on your price points of things. If you have a bunch of items that are selling, you know, $7 items is different than if you've got 35, $40 items. And I've got, um, you know, slowly I've worked towards having more or fewer of the ones that bring in more income. It just is simpler. (laughs) I I'm all about simple. So it's around there. Now I say that, and that does fluctuate, you know, at different times, different seasons, Every shipment that I send in, I try to send in shipment at least once a week. It's going to depend. Sometimes there's issues with prep center. It's a really tiny place. So sometimes there are hiccups here and there. They try to send them in about weekly, try to make sure that things are sent in. And then every shipment I do add more replants. Now, part of that, if you've, if you've done any of this at all, and if you've sent any replants at all, you're going to understand that there are times that your replants don't they don't stay as a very good replant. Maybe the price dropped. Maybe you can't find it anymore. There's a lot of that happening. <laughs> so there's things like that where you're like, okay, this is a really good replant, but you know, I can't find any sources for it right now in this moment, or 
not finding enough or as much as I would like. So I'm going to add some more, or maybe a lot of sellers jumped onto the listing and the price started to lower say, eh, it's not as good enough of, of a replant as I'd like it to be. I'm going to go find a couple more. So I make sure that I am adding new ones to every shipment. Sometimes that looks like a few, sometimes that looks like a lot more just depending on, you know, my finances are looking at right then and how much stuff I'm selling and all of those kind of things. But I do always make sure that I'm adding more to every shipment. And then, yeah, it's just looking well, for you, better. How do you find Some it? of that is... Is it a lot of work? Is it is that the tedious part of this? You know, what's your routine for finding more replants when you need them? If you're a new seller, you probably don't want to hear this, but it's super easy for me because I've been doing this for years. For everyone starting out, I will tell you that when we started doing this, my husband and I actually, we would go in a Walmart and source and leave with nothing. That's how bad it was when we started. So I understand your frustration when you are newer and you're starting out thinking, how in the world do people live like this? How do they provide any income? This is so hard to find. I absolutely understand that. We've been there. I think virtually all of us, if not all of us, understand that when you are first starting out, you're wondering how in the world is this doable, but it is. And once you understand and once it clicks and you can find them, then you just find them everywhere. There are so many more replants that I could find on a daily basis that I don't even have the funds to purchase and sell right now, you know? So it's, it's not a difficult thing for me to do that. Sometimes it's finding an item and then you find, you know, another item. Okay. I found this, you know, this coffee sells really well. So here's a two pack, here's a multi blend, you know, different flavors of that same coffee. Here's a four pack. Here's Sometimes it's just as simple as that. When you find like one, you can find a bunch of other ones that are similar, you know, maybe a similar brand, maybe, oh, well, I wasn't even thinking of, you know, this, I don't know, boxed, whatever cereal type. I wasn't even thinking of that. Let's, let's go check that out. So sometimes most of the time for me, I find one and it leads to others. You know, I find things that I'm selling, see, you know, what other people are selling and see, Hey, is this profitable for me? I mean, I always always check keep us. So I know by using that tool, it's going to tell me, is this most likely to sell for me? And that's all I do. If I know how to read Keepa, which I'm confident in that, if I know how to read Keepa, then I can easily find replants over and over because all I do is look at the historical nature of this ASIN and say, has it been selling? Is it selling for a price that works for my business? Then okay. And I just purchase it and send it in don't mean to make it sound simple, but once it clicks, you kind of just find them everywhere. You're, yeah. I mean, every store, every online site, everywhere I go, I'm like, oh, that's a really good replan. You just yeah. keep finding them. I appreciate yeah. you being sensitive to that, to that new seller who's just <laughs> frustrated because they hear over and yes. over and over again how easy it is to find replans yeah. once they're like, like, I actually put a video finally, I should have done this a long time ago, but put a video in our Facebook group, the yeah. 68,000 group. And I, I just kind of show scrolling around on Amazon, mm-hmm. what to look for. Yeah, They jump off the page. And once you hit that aha moment, like, yes. okay, $27 for three jars of peanut butter. That Probably worth looking like into. Yes. Let's just see. You know, is <laughs> yes. anybody actually paying that much is the first question. And once you decide, <laughs> yes. yeah, they are. Wow. Yes. Cool. Okay. Well, how many times a month could I expect to be one of those sellers if I tested that ace? And that's the next question you ask. And yeah. if, if you get a good answer to both those questions that you like, go buy those jars of peanut butter. Those yes. ASINs are everywhere, like you said. Yes. And, yes. And I think we're up to like 15 plus ways to find them. But the easiest way is just, you know, sitting there watching it. For me, I'll be watching a sports game on TV or something with my laptop there, just scroll around looking for something, jump off the page that's overpriced. Yep. <laughs> 
Yeah. Might be a replan. If you got yeah. Keepa, maybe another yeah. tool optionally as well, Rev Seller would like drop yeah. to the races. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it, it, it's about really this business is about building a system. And you've alluded to yeah. that. Finding yeah. the replans isn't the challenge. It's no. building a system that consistently gets your hands on them and get them sent in yep. on a regular basis when something yep. sells. You're going out and getting more systemized, yep. right? So that's exactly. the more challenging part of the business for those of us who've been yep. doing it a while. Well, very good. Well, I always like hearing from the perspective of the folks I'm interviewing, you know, what's the reality of this business? So thanks for, for spelling that out. Because it's yep. not like you just set it and forget it, hit a few buttons a few years ago. No, no. It's, it's work. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it's consistent results. Absolutely. Uh, very good. So what's the plans for the future business-wise? You got anything else you're working on? I know you're part of the Legends Group. Let's yes. maybe talk about that for a minute. You're a big leader there. And one of the questions we get quite frequently, honey, is people will come to us and say, okay, well, I'm in the big free 68,000 My Silent Team Facebook group. There's a link in the show notes to that. But what's Legends? It's another Facebook group. You know, why should I pay money to be part of a, a group when there's a big free group? Talk us through, because I know you're in the leadership in Legends and I have yeah. a vested interest in Legends as well. Love everything about it. Yeah. But what's your role there? And tell us about that group. I don't know what the official title of my role is. You know, I help with all the questions and, you know, point you to where, how, how to figure all these things out. It is, it's a community, but it is a smaller, tight-knit community. I mean, we talk about it being like family and it, I know that might sound strange to some of you, but it really is. It's just a close knit community. You know, we have, we have our small little conferences, but it's like, you know, everyone there, you know, their families and you know what they're, what's going on in their business. And it's just a special kind of community, but people at all different levels. So you've got new sellers, newer sellers coming in. We have veteran sellers that are in there and we work together. We connect with each other. We help each other businesses. There's people in all different pieces and parts that work together it has a tremendous amount of perks and benefits of being in the group. So if you, you know, are thinking, what about paying for this thing? Well, if you crunch the numbers, the, the benefits, if you use them far outweigh what the cost of that is, but it's, there's just so much in that group. It's really hard to even go through it. There's just a massive list of, of all the perks and all the things that you can do, but you really do just connect with the other sellers, finding out how to grow your business. We actually have something called um, the Legend Success Path. And it's not like, you know, here's how you start with zero and you end up with, you know, $5 million business. It's, you know, you want to grow in your business to get to the point where like now, you know, I'm, I'm outsourcing things. I'm not doing everything on my own. That's really how your business can grow and how you can have the freedom is to be able to do those kind of things. So it starts out by here's the basics. Here's where you get started. Here's how to read Keepa. And then here's you know how to outsource. Here's other things. What if you want to add new things beyond Amazon? So the group does have you know beyond Amazon things. What are other income streams that you can do? Don't put all your eggs in one basket. So we work on that too. And it really has something for all different levels. And our goal in Legends is to get you through that success path from where you are, where you start, from where to where you want to be. And it, it may look different for different people, um, but it's leading you through that by providing the resources and the community to do that. Yeah, great, great summary. <laughs> well done. I don't know <laughs> I've been in there for a while, add. so <laughs> that, no, that, that yeah, was tremendous. Yeah. So I, th- I think you know the only thing I might I would say, and I kind of emphasize that at the beginning of this is. You know, there's something really cool and special about being part of a group of 70,000 people that are yeah. kind of like-minded and and doing this Amazon e-commerce journey together. But there's something really cool about being in a group of a few hundred too. That's a different dynamic. It's a different culture. You see a lot of the same names and faces. Yeah. And like you said, you have events and things that 
it's almost like a subculture within a culture. It's like it's almost like a, if we were a mega church, this is like one of the most <laughs> active small groups, you know? It's yes. Like, yeah. Kind of get plugged in, you know, kind of yeah. figure out what's going on here without feeling impersonal. Yeah. So yeah, I love I love your summary. And people who want to check it out, you can go to provenamazoncourse.com slash legends. We'll stick that in the show notes too. So you can go check it out and see what that's all about. Honey's on the leadership team there, along with a yeah. lot of really good people in our community. So what's the what's the good way to end this episode, honey? I think we're coming in for a landing. Is there anything else that you want to lay out there? Any other uh, thoughts or encouragement or anything we left out today? I just want to encourage any of you that are that are newer sellers. I know a lot of this seems like intimidating. It seems like it's very hard. There's all these steps and all these pieces and parts. Just want to encourage you, jump in and try it. It has been such a tremendous blessing to my family to be a part not only of this community, but but you know, the whole e-commerce world taught me, my family, my kids at this point, you know, are learning to think outside the box and that you don't have to do the same things all the time. We've we've been provided with just freedom in our schedule and our time because we followed the process because we have connected with other people that are doing the same thing this is it's an incredible community to be a part of and have support you know in your business and even in crazy life things there really is a lot of good connection and so if you are thinking there's no way this is too hard i don't know how these people do this a lot of us have been there and so i just want to encourage you give it a try jump in and um it absolutely is real. It's legit. So give it a try. Thank you, Honey Woods. One of the heroes of our community. And I say that of all single moms, but especially the ones that are taking on so many... I mean, you're an author, six kids, homeschooling them, building a successful business, a leader in a thriving e-commerce community. That's hero level stuff. I don't know that us guys are capable of that. <laughs> That's really <laughs> awesome. Thank so you. it's truly a pleasure to hang out with you every time we get to get connected and catch up a little bit. Yeah. So I'll talk to the listener for just a second. And like I like to say, after many of these episodes, I hope you had as, as much of a good time as I did today. <laughs> Even yes. if you didn't, <laughs> this was tremendous. Just hanging out with my friend. Yeah. Getting caught up a little bit hearing how business is going. But for the listeners in the business building warrior community, all you guys out there who take some time to hang out and listen to these episodes, we truly appreciate you. We wouldn't be doing it without you. And just a couple last minute reminders and invitations. If you're not in our big free Facebook group, come see. Honey Woods, we just passed 1,300 success post testimonials. That's amazing. That's crazy. I don't <laughs> yes. know any other communities out there that have stuff, something like that. Interviewing dozens of them, of them on this podcast, like you know, yeah. previous episodes before this one and plenty more coming. My calendar's full of people saying, yeah, I'll, I'll share my success story. You guys have done... I mean, that's how we find these episodes. Yeah. And I don't know if you knew that, but we basically wait for someone to post an exciting success post. Like, I can't keep this to myself. This works. This is so exciting. Yeah. Look what just happened, guys. I'm six months in. I just hit a $40,000 a month or whatever. You know, yeah. It was like, hey, do you want to be on the podcast? Sure. I'd love to tell my story. We've got so many of those that yeah. it just fills our schedule. That's a good problem to have. But Absolutely. Yeah, it really is. Because I look around the e-commerce landscape and the other people that are doing what we do similar. You know, There's a lot of great trainers and teachers and content courses out there. But what I don't see is a culture of success like what we've built here. And I think one of the more significant points, and you've kind of alluded to it you know, with the legends culture is... We don't see each other as competitors. It doesn't even occur to no. us to see no. each other as competitors. Not at all. We're here to support each other. Yeah. And so, yeah, I appreciate you kind of carrying that banner. Just uh, you radiate it. Just, hey, we're here to help. We're here to support. 
because we know the world needs more successful families. That means financial independence. Yeah, it means you got to have something that works. That's what we like to bring to the table. So, well, good place to end. Thank you, Honey Woods. You're a great guest. Thank you. (laughs) And to the listeners, God bless you guys. We'll have another great episode for you again real soon. Talk to you then. Thank you for listening to Silent Sales Machine Radio. Visit SilentJim.com for a link to our free newsletter, our free Facebook group, and all of our resources mentioned on today's show.